All right, you're back with Kissing Cocktails. I'm Amber Rose. And I'm Christy. And we, it's been an interesting week for me. I don't know. How's your week been? It's been pretty interesting, pretty busy at work and everything else. And Good interesting or bad interesting? <laughs> well, it's always busy at this time of year for my job mm. because we do like membership drives and stuff like that. And it actually ends at the end of this month. So this week is pretty busy. <laughs> Nightmare week. Yeah, Hell's kitchen. Yeah, pretty much. And then you Steve know, Gordon Ramsay as a boss, sort of. No, no, no like actually, that. she's not that bad. But sometimes you <laughs> you think that way. But no, <laughs> no, really, she's not that bad. But um, uh, and then I actually took my daughter to get birth control on Tuesday. Oh dang! Yeah. Okay. How'd you feel coming out or going in? I was fine with it. It was pretty much my idea anyway. Okay. So um, you know. Whether or not, you know, I know right now she's not sexually active. So Mm -hmm. the whole point of it was just in case because Mm -hmm. I don't want any grandchildren yet. And I want her to, you know, I I wanted to instill that I'm there for her, get her set up with an OB, you know, she's 17. Oh, man. I know. I know. It's so hard when you're a mother. I, I don't even want to think about it. I'm so glad that there's people out there that seem built for this kind of responsibility because I'm not. <laughs> I think you would be if you were in that situation. Oh, no. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. If if some misfortune happened and I happened to get pregnant, I would do the right thing. You oh, know? Yeah, you and would. I would I would learn everything I needed to learn. I would surround myself with people who can do things that I can't, which is pretty much everything when it comes to parenting. But I would, you don't have practice. That's all. I would not willingly put myself through that. Right, And I make every effort to make sure that there are no accidents or some child that's brought into the world because, because I wanted to pretend like I don't know how things work. That is true. Because that's not fair to a kid, let alone fair to the people around me. You know, I mean, my consequences are my my consequences. But, you know, when you're bringing a kid into the world, it's more than just your consequences at that point. Exactly. And and it's scary being a mom. It, it truly is. Like I said. It seems like it. You know, I have I got four kids. And I, you know, it, it's you're always nervous. You're scared about what they're doing at the time. You're scared if you leave, especially when they're little. You're scared if you happen to walk out of the room that something will happen to. I mean, it's just a constant thing. It's a constant thing to be a mom and worry, but no, I had a long talk with her ahead of time and I wanted to make sure that she knew that, you know, regardless, I know people get themselves in a situation where sometimes it just happens. And, um, you know, if she finds herself in that situation, I wanted to make sure she was protected. Good. And I made sure that she knew I wanted them, the other party to be protected Mm. to cover for STDs and, you know, you know, we had that talk this week, which I know is harder, I think, for my kids to talk about it than it was for me to talk about it with my kids. <laughs> well, that's always awkward. I mean, like, right. you know. Right. My like, kid wants to talk. I really want to talk to my mom about sex <laughs> and guys uh. and this and that. But, I mean, my daughter and I actually have a pretty close relationship. So, it's just embarrassing for her oh, to wow. talk about it. So, yeah. But I just wanted to make, that's kind of how my week has kind of went. Jeez, that's, then, that's hard. That's and that's a milestone. It is. It is. And, and you know, we talking about relationships has kind of brought me onto the topic I wanted to discuss with you today. Okay. So um, when I was talking to her about relationships and and stuff, so um, 
But before we get started on that, I want to. Oh, yeah, yeah. I brought in truly hard seltzer. <laughs> okay. Okay. Is that I the. Love oh, it's the brand. Stuff. It is the brand. Okay. You got like four canisters here. I've got four cans here. How much are we drinking? I figured we could try every flavor because I bought the tropical mix and I put it in alphabetical order so we couldn't say, okay, which one should we try first? So we're trying. I thought that was the easiest way. Right. The closest one. Right. So we're trying mango first. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then passion fruit and then pineapple and then pomegranate. And then we can vote and tell them what we think of each one as we go. All right. So getting that out of the way. Um, Let's okay, try so the we have mango. the mango first, yes. right? Okay, well, cheers. Cheers. Okay. All right. uh, I'm not a huge <laughs> seltzer fan, but this is not helping. You know, I just got done telling somebody the other night I wasn't a gin fan, and they made me a drink that made me like that particular gin. <laughs> so I, I typically don't like seltzer, but it's not outside the realm of possibility. That exactly. Something would be made that made me like it, but right. not this. Not. I mean, I think I can finish this off. I think. Yeah, I think so too. It's not my favorite. No. It smells good. I I am not a big seltzer fan either, but I yeah. do like some of the, um, not the hard seltzers, but like the hard waters that have been coming out. And um, this is definitely different. I like mango, but I don't think I really. Yeah, I'm, I'm. It's the seltzer. If you can hear the awkward silences, right? It's because <laughs> it's because we we thought it would be better than this. But you yeah. know what? There's still a couple other flavors. Is there like yeah. a? You know, I feel like I need like a smaller. I'm, I'm gonna get a smaller glass here. You just want so a spit cup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I kind of do. I kind of do. Like when you go wine tasting, you know those little. Right, right, right. Rinse it around in your mouth. Yep. I'm opening up passion fruit right now, okay. so we'll try that. And I'm getting my little um. My little cup. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little bit. A little bit. I'm just going to down this one. <laughs> what are we going to do with all this open <laughs> seltzer? Help us. Right. Hopefully okay. Emma walks in and we can. Okay. Right. Oh, did you just try that without me? No, I drank mm-hmm. the rest okay. of the mango. Oh, man. Okay. Fuck. Hang on. I mean, crap. <laughs> right. Right. Whatever. Okay. I can't do it. I can't do it. Okay. Yeah. Let me do that. Okay. What is this again? This is, this is the passion fruited one. I'm not sure I like the smell. That's better, as in the seltzer yeah, part. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, you don't I taste agree. as much seltzer in that mm-hmm, one. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's doable. I almost imagine if I threw some like rum, or or, or something some, else, a little bit more flavorful with it yeah, too. Yeah, I could see, I could see adding like layering in a liquor, and that would actually that passion fruit would probably be really good. Well, these only range; mm-hmm. they're gluten free, which is nice. Awesome. Um, these are. Probably better for people who are trying to watch their weight. You think? Yes, yes. because it's only 100 calories, two grams of carbs, one gram of sugar. I wish I, I wish I like knew better what all this shit means. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> but I really don't. Like, I mean, we were talking for so long, like, look at the calories, right? But now there's all these other things you're supposed to uh, look at and you're supposed to be careful of. And watch what does out. gluten-free even mean anymore? Right. <clears throat> one sugar. Two carbs, two two G's. Was that two grams? Yeah. I don't, I don't even know. Hundred calories. I don't even know. Hundred calories. That's all I know. Hundred yeah. calories is good. You exactly. average like 1,200, 1,400 calories in a day. That's all. I all know. right. Now 
At least drink that other one. Oh, okay, all right, hang on. Yeah, because we're on pineapple now. All right, hit me. Okay. Now the pineapple smells more like pineapple. Okay, all right. And I do like, ooh. Ugh, I, don't think I, <laughs> I don't think I like, I'm about to say I do like pineapple, but. I do too. This smells like, um, this smells like the, the Sunny D version. <laughs> okay, ready? Okay. Ooh. No. <laughs> that tastes like ass. <laughs> Truly, I want you to know that tastes like ass. That was the worst one of them all. It I really smelled need the best. A spit I cup. have to say, it smelled the best. Well, it smelled good to you. I was like, like, well, it smelled, it smelled like pineapple mm. to me, but not to me. That smelled like sunny to you. Oh wow, that was the worst one. Okay, last yeah. one. Oh my god. Okay, you know what I'm gonna pour this. I'm gonna make that my spit cup right there. <laughs> right there, there, exactly. All right, so this is pomegranate. This is the pomegranate one. Okay. All right. Thank you. I feel like I feel like we're doing like a little flight tasting, <laughs> right? Someone needs to be around this uh, round table. And now that one smells good. Oh yeah, that does. Pomegranate. I don't even think I like pomegranates, but that actually smells. <clears throat> you know, I never How thought I liked that? pomegranates either, but mm. I found I've liked it in different flavors of stuff. Okay, that's probably my favorite. That's a tie between oh. that and the passion fruit. That's good. That's that really one good. is good. Now that one we can How drink. How funny is that? You like, like, I like the fruit pineapple. I don't like the pineapple flavor here. I don't like pomegranate, but I like this pomegranate flavor. I know. And mm. the same with mango. Mango is one of my favorite fruits, but I don't like How it in the funny. hard seltzer. I think, I think the mango hard seltzer was the hardest seltzer. Oh my goodness. And out of all of them. But yes, I think I agree. I think pomegranate's my favorite. Okay. Yeah. I, I was going to say, like, I'm... Man, it's hard between the passion passion fruit and yes. the pomegranate, but yeah, I think the I'm pomegranate, pomegranate smelled the best yeah. and it tasted good. So and it tasted reality good. kind of matched how yeah. it. Yeah. Whereas like passion fruit, passion fruit, I think we weren't really sure. Yeah, I mean, I think we, I think it was better that yeah, that I was, I had hopes for the yeah, pineapple because pineapple is mm -hmm. one of my other favorite fruits, but yeah, passion fruit and pomegranate are not my favorite fruits, but they were the best of the truly hard seltzers. Yeah. Wow. Definitely. Okay. My opinion do is do not purchase them. <laughs> well, uh, you know what? And to be fair, it is possible that these would be much better as mixers. But, okay. Yes. Hang on. Let me get, let me get something mixed in here. Hang on. Hang on. Let's try. So let's just test the theory here. Okay. Sometimes, sometimes seltzers are not meant to be standalones, right? Now yeah. these are supposed to be standalones. I take all my vodka over next time. Now, heart. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right, guys. I don't know what she's doing, but she's in her kitchen right now, throwing stuff around. <laughs> I was just looking to see. Hold on. I was looking to see if there was any other, um, any other uh, alcohol that alcohol. you could add. Yeah. Okay. So I have this uh, Stoli Crushed. It's red, ruby red grapefruit. I'm gonna try this with the passion fruit. Um, this is a, was this also gluten-free, which is interesting to me. Vodka. Ah, which makes sense because I love vodka. Vodka. I like vodka. I would Rum love is my favorite, I oh, think. Yeah? yeah, out of the. Okay, listen. Decide whether you want to do pomegranate or, or 
passion fruit okay. and mix it with that. That is, okay. that is I've, much I've, better. I've already got uh, pomegranate in here. Okay. All right. Dun, dun, dun. No, actually, I should do Jeopardy. Da, 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 <laughs> mix, mix, mix. Muddle, muddle, muddle. Oh, yeah. That's night and day difference. Oh, it really is. And and I think we've talked about this on a previous episode when it comes to seltzers. Yeah. <clears throat> you have to add something to take the seltzer down if you're not a big seltzer yeah, person. Yeah, I agree. And, and it agree. did not take that much no. of this vodka. Oh, I put a splash in I, mine. I put a splash in mine, too. And it just took that hard seltzer part mm-hmm. out of it and Preach, it was it is pretty good all right we'll tell you what we are gonna polish off probably this pomegranate here uh and then we are gonna roll into our topic of the day which is a little more serious yes a little more serious mm. today it's about abuse yeah um and i think what brought up the topic is when my daughter and i were talking about relationships on tuesday when we were waiting for her doctor's appointment she had said that one of her boyfriends was just so mean to her. Mm. Like he did not want her to cut her hair, different things like that. Mm. So that's kind of what spurred on, you know, wanting to talk about abuse. Cause I think yeah. there's tons of abuse out there that people don't recognize or right. don't want to bring, don't want to really truly believe it's abuse. Oh, absolutely. And <clears throat> I, for one, and I think you're probably in the same boat. Like I can tell you some very definite signs, some tells. Exactly. If, if a kid of yours is going through that, or even a friend of yours is going through that, we'll come right back to that. Yep. So we're coming back with, and I actually need to pour myself a little more. Yes. Here. Uh, we're coming back and we're talking about abuse. Um, not just not just physical. I mean, we're talking. There's mental abuse. There there is absolutely physical abuse. There is. There's um, sexual abuse. There's sexual abuse. Absolutely. Um, but if you look at some of these, and and if and if you're listening, you know, and you kind of look back in your life to people who have maybe um, confessed, you know, that something happened, or they disclosed that something occurred that they were uncomfortable with and they didn't know how to deal with. And looking back, there's there's tells. There really is. For somebody going through that, no matter which one of those it is, there's very similar tells. There really is. <clears throat> and, and and it all can go, you know, all the way across the board on all of them. And, you know, I've been through um, the first two myself. And um, so I think every physical abuse starts off with the mental abuse. Mm. yeah absolutely at least that's how it started off in my relationship because it's like they want to first they bathe you in compliments and this and that and they it's they like call it love they bombing. hook you they call it love bombing There's exactly actually, it's an actual term for it and um, they hook you mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden that's when things start going downhill where they start uh shaming you you know well, oh, yeah. if this wouldn't have, this wouldn't have happened if it's your fault or um, I'm only upset because you did this or, you know, they start placing blame. And then after a while, you start believing that it's true and you start believing that, OK, all this is because of you. And then that's when the physical abuse starts. That that can be a very typical path. Yes, yes. that can. That, that's, that's how for it was somebody for me. Escalating. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's how it was for me. And And, you know, at that point. 
whenever the physical part would come, I'd blame it on myself mm. for not keeping my mouth shut or, you antagonizing know, antagonizing. Antagonizing. I, I made this thing. happen. Yeah. Exactly. If I had been more careful. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And so that's why, um, in my opinion, it leads up in that. And there are signs. Yes, there are. There are. Because he, like you said, it, it starts very similarly mm-hmm. with that verbal that verbal abuse, which um, is really like a control um, exactly. issue, you know, that that person, that abuser is trying to get control of their or your mind. Exactly. First. I totally agree. And I I've, I, I think this is, it's it's interesting. It's not good, but it's, no, I think it's interesting no. yeah. that um, one of the telltale signs is someone who is constantly on edge around you or constantly defensive about what you're saying, okay? Um, because... Part of that verbal abuse comes a um, silent rules. Yes. Okay. So part of that control of trying to control your mind is imposing these unspoken rules that you, of course, will constantly violate because oh, yeah. you don't know these rules. Right. They're not being articulated. They're these these high expectations that are not even set out or talked about or discussed because, or can't even be achieved, right? Because you know, at that point, they're they're not treating you like you're you like you are your own person. Exactly, you are theirs. So exactly. therefore, you must behave according to the dialogue in their head, right? And just because they don't share that dialogue in their opinion, right, doesn't make it their fault. Exactly, you should know, and that is really typical. So uh, a tell, a very common tell, is when someone is on edge all the time around you and um like uh hypersensitive to your needs and your wants someone who is hypersensitive like that and maybe overreacts when they get something wrong around you just as a friend um that is a tell that you really should kind of ask yourself what do i know about this person right do i do i know what they're going home to what would create this hypersensitivity and that is only reason I know that is because I grew up in Baptist circles. There's a lot of unspoken rules in Baptist circles. Your sister-in-law is blowing my phone up right now. Let me make sure nobody died. <laughs> I don't think so because if anybody died, my phone would be blowing up. Oh, she's next door. Oh, for heaven's sakes, alive. Uh, I'm next door with she's Christy. Here? With Christy, come over. Oh, she said she's gone now. Though. Oh, pfft. Okay, well, whatever. Anyway, then. yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, so, you know, that is that's a huge tell that you really need to um, keep your eyes open for. Like we can we can shrug it off and just be irritated, right? And think that that has to do with us, exactly. You know, but really, that hypersensitivity. I mean, unless unless you are the one who are setting these unspoken rules and these unachievable expectations, you've got to at that point you've got to say, okay. If this is not me, if I'm taking a really good look at my actions and this is not me setting these expectations that's making her like this, who is? Right. What do I know about his, her life and and what could be at the root of this? Right. So um, that is a great tell right there. I don't know if in looking back in your life, do you remember being that way? Um, Was that a tell for you? It could have been because when you're in a situation where you're the one getting beat upon, you tend to need an outlet. And it seems like probably the people that are closest to you 
other than that person are mm-hmm. going to be the ones that take it out on. Mm-hmm. Um, now I know that for me, it was kind of, I'm a strong woman. Mm-hmm. And for me to have been put in that situation took some skills mm-hmm. because I didn't even catch it until in the middle of the situation. Like you didn't even know. I didn't even realize that that's what's going on. Wait, he put his hands on you and you had no idea? No. I mean, it took after... He didn't put his hands on me until we were living together. Okay. All right. So after we were living together, at that point, I'm like, okay, well, maybe it is my fault. Because oh, I did kind of grow damn. up in a little bit of a, an abusive household as well growing okay. up. So to me, it was almost like it was... I understood, but... It took a long time. Like we dated for a couple of years, but we were dating for a year before we even lived together. So it was a year of him controlling my mind, getting me in that aspect until we actually lived together for him to have actually physically put a hand on me. Mm -hmm. So at that point, you are so brainwashed Mm. and you don't see the situation. And unfortunately, what I find and I had to go through it myself is you cannot help somebody in that situation. You cannot, no matter how bad you want to help somebody mm. until they wake up and realize themselves. Yeah, but you can help them by helping them realize though, but they won't listen. They won't listen in that moment. Right. But it is something that they will chew on and chew on and chew on because that's what they do in the current abusive relationship. Yes. They chew on what's being said. They chew on what's being done to them and they decide in their mind whether it's their fault or not. Right. And it takes a while before, it takes a lot of that for somebody to really come to themselves. It does. Because my mom even said something to me. She realized when I wasn't coming around anymore, I was always home with my ex or he was my boyfriend at the time, but I was always home with him and I'd always go to work, go home. I started cutting people out of my life. And I think part of it was because I was embarrassed too at that point. I didn't know how to get out of that situation. I thought I loved him after two years Mm. and I'm such a strong woman that it took me one time we were fighting in my car mm. over renting movies. Really? It was so stupid. Yeah, over renting movies. And he wanted to get out and walk home. <laughs> okay. And I said, no, I'll just take you home. So I took him home and I dropped him off. And it took him slamming my car door. And that's what clicked. Hmm. I don't know why, but that's what clicked. I got out of my car and became the woman I am today (laughs) and was like, don't you ever slam my fucking car door again. (laughs) And he jumped over the railing of our porch Mm -hmm. to come at me. Yeah. I jumped in my car and almost ran him over and never went back. Good for you. So see him again. Yeah, I've seen him since. And we've actually had a conversation um, because we were engaged. Mm. And um, I saw him before he moved away, and I gave him the engagement ring back. And I told him, because he assumed since I had that engagement ring that it was going to be 
a relationship again as long as I kept that ring. Oh, geez. So I made sure that I gave him the ring back and I just told him, I'm like, no, we had issues. Mm. And then it really took, what was it? Um, Actually, in between my marriages, I saw him. No, it was before my first marriage. I saw him again. And he wanted me to go where he was living. And I said, no, 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 no. We cannot work, you know. And this, you know, this, no way. You need to get help. And you need to get help for you Mm -hmm. and your future, Mm -hmm. you know. He, He realized he needed help, but he never got the help. It's just amazing to me. Like, oh, yeah. You know, we sit here when we, we think like, how can someone who's being um, abused not know? But I think on the other end, we have to realize um, that abuser. I don't. I don't really truly believe they know what they're doing either. No, um, they've been abused in their life mm-hmm. nine times out of ten, and they're telling themselves that this is nothing compared to what was done to them. Right. So they do not. Or they're doing believe the that same things that they would mm-hmm. have been done to them. Oh yeah. Okay, so I was never part of that situation. I was yeah. always the... No, he was abused as a kid. Mm. And I found that out later. You mm. know, he was abused as a child. His father did it to his mother. So it was a whole, you know, thing Cycle. that it was. And it really, truly was. And, you know, it's a sad, unfortunate thing that, you know, it happens in the society. And it's been happening since before we were born. Mm. You know, people are abusive and unfortunately it runs and goes down the line. And until I was abused as a child, but I refuse to pass that down to my kids and I have worked diligently. Now there are times they piss me off and yeah, I want to <laughs> knock their heads out. But, <laughs> but and when you come from an abusive type relation or past, sometimes it is hard to check yourself. Oh yeah. Yeah, it is. But sometimes you have to be just make really specific choices about exactly what situations you put yourself in and, and who you're willing to be around and exactly. you know, so that you do or don't become that person. Exactly. So. And that's it. I try my hardest, you know, to make sure that even as a child, I was abused. So I make sure that I don't pass that down to my children. Mm. Good for you. And I, I have been doing that as long as I can. So, you know, it's got to stop somewhere. And, you know, if you, if you know somebody who's going through it, try to talk to them. If you know somebody who is the abuser, even Mm. try to talk to them. I know that's a harder part to go through as that person, but everybody needs help. Yeah. Sometimes the hardest thing is the right thing. Right. And, you know, sexually abused people is another example Mm. A sexually, somebody who's sexually abusing somebody else has been sexually abused nine times out of 10. Mm-hmm. It comes from somewhere. So that's, that's commonly true. You're right. That's commonly true. And more and more, it happens mm. on both sides. Yes. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Like I, I, I've, I've had a guy raise his hand to me once, but he never actually hit me. Um, and I had an ex who used to taunt me because he knows I have a temper and I do not put myself in situations where that temper could get the best of me. But I remember one fight where he was just yelling at me over and over again, hit me, just fucking hit me, just hit me. And I hauled out and I hit him. (laughs) 
<laughs> knocked them back down. I, the I don't mean to laugh. Mm. I know, but I know. Cause don't I, ask for that shit. I know. Right. Right. But, but at the same time, I have control over myself. I should have control over myself. And I did not. I lost my temper. I lost my cool. And he, he, he stood up and he was like holding his face. And he says, you're just like, and he said the name of the person who used to hurt me. And I never again, I think that was one of the reasons that he, this, this ex and I did not work out was because I was becoming the person I didn't want to be in that relationship. Sounds like he was trying mm-hmm. to make you that person too. Um, yes, for sure. Because he was, he, he loved me desperately. This man did. Um, but he was so insecure. He was afraid I'd leave him for somebody else. So his goal was to make me feel like I couldn't, I wasn't good enough to have anybody else. So yeah, absolutely. He wanted to make me, make me into somebody that was less desirable to other people, but that's somebody that he could handle. Right. Does that makes sense. Yes. You know, but I mean, really that's what that, and so he was, he was very mentally, he was very mentally abusive and, and mm-hmm. mentally manipulative. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Um, wow. You know, God love him. Um, but he just, yeah, that just, just, he was just so insecure. And that's also common for the abuser. Um, they're very insecure. Oh, somebody, definitely. Somebody who has to put their hands on somebody else to physically control what another person is doing. Oh, they're insecure. Or if they've got to oh, break down with their words in order to make you feel like you're less than them somehow. Right. Insecure. Yes. Get a hold of yourself. Exactly. It's just crazy. Uh, other it signs. Is. Other signs of abuse would be um, like if it's somebody who's younger, changes in grades. Drastic changes oh, in grades yeah. is another sign. Um, so changes if, of their social. Yes. Yes. Drastic change or even abrupt changes in their social circles. Exactly. Yeah. Whether they are going in or out or mm-hmm. just sticking to themselves all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe even in their, uh, how they eat, drink. If yeah, they're lashing for younger. Yeah. Yes. If they're lashing out more, mm-hmm. you know, like I think somebody who is being abused um, would probably even go as far as get in trouble. Mm. I haven't run across that, but that would make sense. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've read about it, you know, where they would possibly start getting in trouble, trying to get, you know, lashing out because they don't know any other outlet, mm. you know, would be another one. You know, smoking, drinking, maybe they didn't before. Sure, they yeah. started that up, you know, um, drugs. You They're know. feeling out of control, so they do things that are out of control. That exactly. Sense. Exactly. That so makes sense. Those are signs. And, and it always starts off gradually. Mm. And there's nothing wrong mm-hmm. with asking somebody, you know, something going on. Mm-hmm. The hardest part is getting them to admit it because a lot of people who have been abused, whether it's mentally, physically, sexually, are not going to admit it. Mm. Not at first. And the brave people out yeah. there, there are, I give kudos to whoever can actually come up and say, mm. I've been abused this way and that way, mm. and I need help. The people that actually do that are the brave ones. Mm. That can get themselves out of that situation. You know, if if they can contact a police officer 
and tell somebody and get help that way or, you know, tell family member or, you know, anything to try to help. It's okay to tell somebody. Well, and there's anonymous lines now. Like there's anonymous yeah. phone, phone numbers out there where you can call and just tell somebody if you're, if you're not, if you're not certain that you could tell somebody who's, you know, in your town or, or who even, might be or too family close member situation. because yeah. Cause you know, you're maybe embarrassed or maybe you don't think they'll believe you. Right. There's, a, there's, there's phone numbers out there for anonymous disclosures and things like that. Yeah. So, I mean, keep, keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. Um, I, I think it's important to, to recognize some tells for adults. Yes. Um, ones who are conscious that something is off. Yeah. But maybe they're not able to articulate what is off. So like as kids, kids will act out like you said, um, or the, you know, their grades will change, their social circles will change. As adults, we tend to be more embarrassed. Yes. Once we get an inkling that something is off about what we're going through and we don't want to deal with it. So we don't deal with it. Um, yes. Especially so, if people think that your relationship is perfect. Yeah. So you, you do everything you can to cover it up. Which, exactly. Which uh, one of the signs just, uh, and I remember this distinctly, um, running into an adult who would do this. Um, so abusers typically will not hit faces. They won't hit exposed skin for the exactly. most part. Exactly. All right. So they'll typically leave necks, unless you have someone who's just super brazen and is a choker, they'll typically leave necks on up, um, uh, untouched and like wrists on down. Um, but they'll grab arms or they'll grab um, legs or they'll they'll um, hit or punch like torso um, or genitals and that kind of thing. So what you'll see, one of the tells is you'll see men or women, by the way, right, who wear long sleeves or things that are thicker and just um, inappropriate for the season. Yes, exactly. Okay. Um, you will see someone in spring or summer wearing fall and winter clothes and and it's, and it's, and it's odd, but it's their way of rationalizing and covering up what is happening and just not dealing with it. Right. You know, cause they're thinking if they could just get back to when everything was fine, when they didn't misspeak or when right. they didn't create this problem. Um, and they just, you know, try not to look at it kind of deal that, that is a tell right there. Oh yeah, exactly. <clears throat> That's a really good tell. Yeah. Um, someone who, um, keep in mind too, someone who doesn't seem to have control or, or say over their life. So, and this is a thin line to walk. Um, there it's, it's common for someone to, um, you know, when you're asking somebody, Hey, let's go do something. Let's go, let's go hang out and, and do blah, 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 whatever. And for that person to turn around and say, um, you know, I just have to, I have to make sure it's okay. Now, again, this is a thin line because it is a very thin yes, line because on the other side of that is a sign of respect, you know, exactly. Like if you have kids. You don't want to, you know, leave your kids with your partner without any notice. Yes. Um, but I can recall, I can recall one instance where, um, an adult made arrangements to have their kids taken care of so they could go to a funeral. And, um, uh, now unfortunately the funeral was several States away, but the arrangements were made for an entire weekend so that the partner wouldn't have to take care of the kids. Cause the partner was not used to taking care of the kids. The right. partner puts that completely on this other person who was making the arrangements. So that person made all the arrangements, 
um, and uh, started out with me towards this funeral. And we got a call about an hour into the trip and all I could hear was screaming. Oh my gosh. And I heard screamed through the phone was, if you don't get your fucking ass back here, you will find all your shit outside. What? Yes. How the hell did it get to that point? um, It went from zero to 60. It went from zero to 90. I don't even know what you want to call it. And it was, it was insane because all the arrangements were made. This partner didn't have to do anything. But what was so, what was so crazy was this partner needed that much control and that much, um, like really control is the only, only word and, and, and needed that much control that they could not allow, they would not allow this person the freedom to do things on their own time or be their own person. Wow. <clears throat> and that was, that was really hard because I had a, I had a choice to make at that point. I was driving. Right. And my choice was to keep going and just deal with the mess when we got back. Um, and deal with the worry and that kind of thing that, you know, would be difficult for the partner that was riding with me, um, or turn around, let them deal, you know, let them try to deal with, with this and, and not worry as much and maybe minimize the damage. And I, I, I made the decision to go ahead and turn around and drive an hour back. Um, how far was the funeral? Uh, five hours. Wow. And you were an hour into it. We were an hour into it. Yeah. Thank God it was just an hour into it. I know. It. Yeah, you're telling me. But it was, it was, it was, um, my temper, that was, that was probably the most my temper had been tested in quite some while, and in quite some time. And I remember thinking, I don't know how I'm going to bounce back from this. I don't remember, I don't, I remember thinking, I don't know how, because I know what abuse looks like. That is the type of abuse right there. Exactly. If, if you have to threaten somebody to do what you want. That's not a partnership. That's no, not a partnership. No. Um, and I remember, I, I remember just thinking like, I don't know how I'm going to get past this with them because all that person was thinking about was getting back to where they weren't the ones causing this to happen. They were already making excuses for why they had caused this and why this was their fault that, and that they might get kicked out. Total signs right there. Right. Total signs right there. And that was, that was hard, especially coming from where I come from. Like, you know, having been in an abusive relationship, um, that was, it, that was a very difficult hour drive back. It was I a very was. difficult hour because I just seethed the whole time. And this, and this person was just Did you actually time. make the choice or did you talk about it and you both made the choice? I made the choice. I turned around while they were still on the phone listening to the screaming. I you just knew. I know how abusers are. Yeah. And I knew that this would be, it would not be good either way, but it would be better if we got back as quickly as possible. And sure enough, the, the, the partner was waiting in the driveway at the, and it wasn't even, I didn't take this person back to their house. I took them back someplace else. that was a little safer. And that person, that partner realized where we would be going and was there waiting. And I just, I I did not feel good. I did not feel good leaving that person I didn't there were other adults there which made me feel better but I just I'm telling you you can only do so much right you know so you you did the right thing and this person wow was choosing this abuser you know and it's like goes back to what you said earlier 
we can only do so much, but you know, at some point, all we can do is keep repeating what's right. What's right. So what's is right this person until, still with them? They are. Yeah. And it has How been a difficult, it has been four years. Wow. It was, it was, that was very difficult. That was very difficult to overcome because my temper got the best of me because I, I just, I just, I didn't want to leave this person there. Right. I did it, but I, I was on a time crunch to get to our friend's funeral. Right. Um, but I, I, I wasn't worried for their safety in that moment. I was so angry that they were putting themselves in this position and that this abuser now had this, this power. Oh, I was so upset. And so I, um, I dropped, I, I, I told this person that if I pulled in all the way down the driveway, it would be bad. So I just said, you know, let me pull in at the end, just at the very beginning of it. I will let you out here. Um, because you knew you'd be going off. Absolutely. On absolutely. That, the Ab- partner. No questions. Right. Absolutely. No questions. I would have, I would have done something that I, that was completely out of my character and completely against everything that I've worked for. Um, but the, the person in me experiencing PTSD could not let that go. So as I pulled out, I rolled down my window and <laughs> what the fucking bird. And I, I, it felt amazing. Now that, that, that partner got on the phone and screamed at me and I hung up. Oh yeah, Call, definitely. Called me back and screamed at me again and said, uh, and said, you are never welcome at my house again. I'll make sure you never get to see your friend again. And I was like, good luck. Because I know your family history and I know that your family history will end you a lot quicker than you'll end our friendship. Right. Right. Uh, and I hung up. <laughs> right. Uh, it was, you guys are still friends, right? We are. We made <laughs> it. And we are. We made it. Yes. But I tell you what, there was a time where I was not entirely certain we were going to make it through that. Oh, I'm. I, it's got to be hard because the last thing you want to do is see your friends go through. Oh, my goodness the shit that this person's going through. Yeah. It was awful. It was yeah. Awful. So, so signs, you know, and you can pick up signs in there, you know, as well, you know, as far as someone who has to threaten to get their way, someone who, right. You know, that's, that's not a, that's not a partnership at that point. That's no, that's really, <clears throat> really difficult. And there, and there is such a thing as compromise, but that's not compromise. No, that's not. That not is at all. That's control. Yes, um, exactly. Um, and, and actually there's a, there's a, um, a couple more like red flags. Um, and, and I actually wanted to pull up, I don't know if you're familiar with it. it's www.thehotline.org. Just so you know. Okay, and great. There's things on there that you can access. There's resources. This is huge, by the way. Um, it, it's just, oh man, how do I? There, there's things, okay, there's resources as far as if you're a victim, if you're a survivor of this, um, there's, of course, a number, there's a, there's a chat on there where you can just get on there and, and talk to someone. There's statistics as far as, you know, if you haven't gotten to the point where you are, you are realizing that you are in the dangerous position that you're in, um, there's statistics and, and there's, and there's red flags, there's law enforcement, um, there, there's law enforcement, um, tips and oh my gosh I just so if you get a chance just check it out it's www.thehotline.org there's all kinds of there's all kinds of things on there including the warning signs you know like 
like um, a partner who puts someone else down constantly in front of people. Here's one red flags for domestic mm -hmm. abuse. Okay. Expect you to spend all your time with him or her to check in with. All right. So we are back. Uh, this time with our eye candy, our um, yes. uh, crushing moment, momentary crush. Yes. Um, and we're talking, because since we're talking abuse, we're actually talking crushes on um, uh, law enforcement. Yes. You know, I know people have their good and bad things with law enforcement, but hey, there are still some sexy guys out there. Mm -hmm. Or sexy women, whichever way you go. Absolutely. Which is why we're calling this eye candy. Yeah. <laughs> and mine is Ricky Urena. Who is Ricky Urena? He is a police officer, a sexy hat police officer from Grand Rapids, Michigan. It just so happened that uh, he was on social media and it went viral. I mean, everybody thought he was one of the hottest cops around. Okay. So, and he is pretty hot. And so I posted him versus yours on Twitter. Oh, yeah. And... Um, but yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. So who is yours? Oh, man. Okay. So listen. So mine is Mariano Flormata Jr. Oh, uh, and he's hot. And he also goes as Neil Perez on social media. Um, you can look him on Instagram. That's really like the best spot that I found him that looked the most legit. The Twitters that I found didn't look super legit. So we can't tag him. Listen, this guy, he's a police officer from the Philippines. All right. Super ass hot. Super hot. Here's the thing. I'm it, voting on yours against mine. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to put like five votes on this guy because it wasn't. For every, for every oh, uh, ab. Girl. Listen, it wasn't even anything heroic that got him noticed, which is, is funny to me. Right. And um, so he actually entered the 2014 Misters of the Philippines contest. To kind of get rid of the stigma that that policemen there are potbellied. Yes, exactly. All right. He's hot. Yeah. Now, if I'm not mistaken, I think I saw on Facebook he actually won like 2014's Mr. International. If I'm not mistaken. He looks he, so his eyes. His eyes are brooding. <laughs> yes. He, he looks like he's a mix of of um Filipino and um uh Middle Eastern, actually. Yeah, I could see it. His, he's his, hot oh he is oh my gosh like oh uh, that picture I, I feel like it's like in his nose and like his, his and you know eye, me with his, the dark um, eyes eyebrows. and the dark hair yeah uh, he's yeah. just yeah if you want something that's drool worthy then head to our twitter and vote because i i mean i hate to say this christy but i kind of I, and you you kind of let me because you could have had Mariano. We were both I, drooling over we him. Were, we were, we were. But you know, I, I really liked my close to home guy. Which too. I can see that because I mean he's 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 cute. Like he looks because he's in Michigan. You said right? Yes, Grand Rapids. Oh my gosh, you could drive up there. Whereas I really couldn't. Like I was going to say I really to, can't. I'm married, but. I mean, I could, I could still get put pulled it, over and be put like, on your yeah, put them on your laminated like to do list. <laughs> right. Doesn't doesn't every couple have like a okay? These are the ones you could do if they came available. And those are the ones that are really unattainable. Yes. That's the whole point of that list. <laughs> Never seen Friends. You don't know what we're talking about. So, um, you feel free to Google that. So that is yeah, our yeah. Oh, they, they really both are. They yeah, really Mariano, both are. Yes. Neil is just. I'm yeah, a little drool. Mm. You're you're gonna need extra. Yeah, change of pants after that. <laughs> Pull me over anytime, Neil. Exactly. Me all right, so that is our our um, crush worthy moment. Um, you all have yourselves a fantastic day. Yes. Really keep an eye out for those for those signs. But um, more than anything, just talk to us. You yeah. know, if you're going through something like this, 
Yeah, and, especially if you're going through something like this. Yeah, we we get it. Like we like when I say we get it, I'm not just being flippant. Like we get it. Yeah, we do. And we understand. We've been there. You, we've done that. Gosh. We may not know everything, but yeah, we understand. Not, yeah. And we have a good we have a good way to listen. We just listen. Yeah, absolutely. We talk a lot, but we listen. <laughs> we do talk a lot, but that's okay. I mean. Um, there's a time and a place for everything. So there if you is. message in and you don't have anybody you feel like you could talk to back home, Just, talk to us. Yeah, and you can message us at uh, kcocktail, that's K-C-O-C-K-T-A-L-E at gmail.com. Yes. Feel free to send a message to us at any time. You know, whether you like what we say or not, or if you have a comment, or if you want to talk about something that's bothering mm-hmm. you or something that you want to hear, let us know. Please feel free. Absolutely. You know what? Um, I'm not going to give our normal sign off. You know what? Actually, I will. I'm sorry. If your if your partner who is doing this to you doesn't like it, tell them to, to kiss, kiss your cocktail. cocktail. <laughs>